today on the TMZ Podcast. Welcome to the TMZ Podcast. Harvey Levin here. Charlie Neff here. Courtney here. Derek here. So uh, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago. What a strategic mistake it is mm. for anybody who is kind of under a microscope um, in a criminal investigation, um, in a wrongful death lawsuit, to um, go on television and spill your guts about um, what happened in the incident that you are now dealing with. Alec Baldwin did that, and it has come back to bite him. It's nuts. We were thinking legally, though. When we initially saw him do that interview, we were I like... I think this is legally. Yeah. You know what? I it's think a little it's, different. It's, no, now I'll, he's losing the PR battle. No, no, well. but I'll, I, I agree with you on that. But yeah. I, the reason I say it's also legally is he has so pissed off the husband of the woman that Alec Baldwin shot that he is less likely to settle a lawsuit mm -hmm. or more likely to settle it for more money. And there's now a criminal investigation and the DA now knows how the victim's family feels. And that becomes relevant in making decisions. Whether it should or not, it does. You're 100% right. You're right. The DAs sometimes are elected officials. They are answerable to the public. So and if they see the victims. So let's get into what happened here. So we know that Alec Baldwin said that, you know, he felt a lot of grief about what happened, which is obvious, and he clearly did, right? But he said he wasn't to blame. He no, went, he said he felt, yeah, that he grief, felt but no, no guilt. Yeah, no guilt at all. And Gre also said no he guilt. didn't pull the trigger as yeah. well. Said he didn't pull the trigger. He gave a detailed description and like even like showed how he was holding it and everything. And you know, look, there, there are experts who say you, you, the trigger has to be pulled. There is a school of thought that it could happen with a hammer. But more important than that even in, in terms of the interview is he said what he said about grief but no blame. And then he kind of blamed Helena Hutchins by saying she told me where to stand. Yeah, that right. she set it all up, that it was like her call. So her her husband, um, Matthew Hutchins, went on the Today Show with Hoda Kotb and said what, frankly, was obvious he was going to say. I just felt so angry, just so angry to see him talk about her death so publicly in such a detailed way and then to not accept any responsibility. Almost sounds like he was the victim. Hearing him blame Helena in the interview and and shift responsibility to others and are we really supposed to feel bad about you, Mr. Baldwin? The idea that the person holding the gun, causing it to discharge, is not responsible is absurd to me. Every individual who touches a firearm has a responsibility for gun safety. I thought the emotions were wow. so yes. powerful. Remember, contrast this with Alec Baldwin, whose eyes were puffy, looked like he hadn't slept, was emotional, sort of crying. This is a an upset, angry mm -hmm. man. He's upset with but, Alec Baldwin. When he says, Mr. Baldwin, it sounds almost like, have you no decency? It's it's one of those moments where, how dare you? My wife was killed, and you're on television crying? You're the one crying? And you and, and passing blame off, off other people? I thought this was so powerful. I think you're right. I think it changes the calculus for what's going to happen to Alec Baldwin, both civilly and criminally. Maybe. Maybe, Maybe. It, could. it could, it could. And, you know, when you listen to him, it, it, it's like, how do you argue that truth? I mean, how you, do you, you argue? You feel it. Yeah, you totally like, feel it. Like, it's so sad. And especially because we saw him out with Alec Baldwin right after the incident happened. And, like, they were going to lunch. Like, they were hanging out. So I feel like if Alec didn't do this interview, he wouldn't be feeling this way towards him. And it wouldn't be so, like. I agree. That interview just changed everything. I don't understand. His lawyers 
have to be. Well, his lawyer. I, I, <laughs> his lawyers only have so much control of their clients. I know, but Sometimes like, it's, it's they true. just have to be like, why did you do like? Do and you, Alec, uh, uh, Alex seemed like he was spiraling right after everything happened. I mean, he looked so disheveled. And remember, he like got stopped by the paparazzi in the middle of the street. And then he, gave like, a news. And gave a news. Yeah. Which is exactly then. when you need to listen to counsel. When you're overwrought with emotion and you're not thinking clearly, Harvey, isn't that the time you lean on counsel and, and good you, guidance? And you know. His lawyer said, do not do this interview. Mm -hmm. And you also know, he said, I'm going to do the interview. Yes. And Matt had also said that he was kind of just going through the motions when he was hanging out with Alec, when they were like, you know, kind of talking about what had happened. Almost seemed like he was looking for some kind of closure, but it seems like he has regrets. When you think about the worst client you can have, it's the one who's too smart for their own good, right? Alec Baldwin uh, is really bright. There's no doubt about that, but he's not a good client. You'd almost rather have someone who says... I don't know what I'm doing and throw, put yourself in their hands. That's not Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin is the type of guy who, who tries to run his own case and right. gets himself in trouble. And you know, it's interesting with celebrities because the same thing happened with Travis Scott. That Travis Scott did an interview with Charlemagne. Travis Scott basically said, not my fault. Yeah. And, and then the family came backfires. out. Yeah. Right. And it backfires. And they, they, they wouldn't even take his money to, yeah. for the burial because they were they so angry. They didn't want anything to do with them. So, you know, it's just a truism that you just don't do something like this. But all of that aside, I mean, you listen to this guy and it is so powerful because beyond Alec Baldwin, there is a lawsuit here and maybe a criminal prosecution. And in terms of bringing to life the tragedy, Mm -hmm. this guy can do that and bring it home. Without question. It recenters who the victim was here. This is a, a man who is now a widower and she yeah. had a young and son. He, a kid, yeah. he told that story in such a powerful fashion about yeah. taking his son and saying, I had to say this bluntly because we were going to New, to New Mexico to visit mommy, but I couldn't say, get excited. We're going to see her and have family fun. It, right. it was extremely so emotional sad. without being overwrought. And, and Yeah, and, he wasn't like angry in the sense where he's like manic and screaming no. or and I think a lot of people kind of expect that when you're like going through some hard grief but he was like kind of collected and so emotional that you like really felt for him. I agree. Mm-hmm. I think he was even more powerful. Yeah. Okay, Kim Kardashian. So <sighs> Kanye West, I mean, this is a game at this point. But Kim Kardashian is going to court next week. And she is going to ask a judge to formally restore her single status. And Kanye's too. But um, this is a routine thing that people often do where there are prolonged issues involving child custody or property. And somebody just wants to get divorced. And Mm -hmm. you understand now why she really wants it. So in the law, what we call it is bifurcating the divorce. Meaning that the judge will essentially declare the divorce official now and then deal with the issues of custody and property later. And so that's what Kim has done. She's going in next week to have her single status restored. And she filed documents basically saying, Your Honor, look at what this guy is doing to me and my family on social media. They are causing, he is causing us such emotional harm. Mm -hmm. Grant this, please. Yeah, she's using his antics to sort of uh, uh, get her objective done, right? She's saying he is causing so much emotional distress. He needs the thundering reality of 
a, me becoming single officially in the eyes of the law. That's the only way it's going to sink into a person like Kanye is if judge, you declare me single and we handle all the other stuff, the property and the custody down the road. But he needs to hear this now. And I think, and I think he's right. Powerful. I yeah. think it's really right. I think it, that's like the only thing that might get through to like Kanye to put like some sense of like back into him, like stop like that and stop over. like making this. Yeah. I mean, I don't think so at all. Like I think, yeah, it's clever to use these, you know, all the Instagram posts to kind of push the judge a little bit. But I think in reality, Kanye doesn't know what Kanye is going to do. And if she is now single, he's just going to go off even more. But it's more. the strongest move that she has. What is she supposed so, to do? Like, Let it yeah. languish forever and never yeah. give her a single status? And I think she's it's, got serious yeah. and I think it's good I mean, for her to get this on the record because when like custody does come up, you know like this is going to come up again. So like get it like on the books now. Well, 100% that that yeah. could become an issue. But Kanye and his lawyers are really playing her. And here's why I say that. This is a very routine thing. And when you read these documents, here's what I'm told, that Kanye wants nothing to do with the divorce, with his lawyers. He is not communicating with his lawyers at all. It's like and he's in, trying to ignore it. And like, yeah. that could not happen by putting your head and, into the and, pillow. And, and right. in fact, the lawyers even say in their documents, his lawyers, we are having trouble getting in touch with Kanye and getting, getting him to address this stuff. So I think the lawyers, I don't know how much Kanye was even involved in writing this, but when Kanye, what what that what Kanye said through his lawyers in these documents that he filed, he said, "Look, I'm not against doing this and restoring single status, but I've got some conditions, and one of the conditions is I want to freeze all of our assets, including everything <laughs> right. that's in the trusts, until everything gets worked out." Which, but by the why? way, if you don't have a prenup, why? is a good thing to do. It's a well. Here's the thing. But there you know, is a it prenup. allows you there to keep to everything status quo, so so that this nobody is, this, throws assets out the window. I why? think this is phony baloney. Here, because here, there not only is there a prenup, Kanye acknowledges the validity of the prenup. The prenup keeps their property separate. What Kim makes is hers. What Kanye makes is his. Kim is holding a lot of her stuff in a trust. He is holding a lot of stuff in a trust by saying we want to freeze all the assets, knowing that all of that stuff's going to be handled down the road anyway. Why would you freeze it if you're a, you can't be afraid she's going to spend her money because it's not your money. No, yeah. So what he's doing is he's he said, fine, I'll grant it, but I'm also going to make it impossible for you to do business because you pay for your business out of your trust. So you choose. And by the way, for both yeah. of us, he, was, he of was willing us. to have mutually assured destruction because Kanye probably operates his businesses out of different trusts. So by saying nobody move any assets, he wants to hamstring well, both of but, them but, during but, the divorce. But, he's but, willing but, to do but, that. But, but, I think, but I think what he's really doing is by saying I'll do it too is he's thinking – well, if Kim thinks that's a condition, she's just not going to get the divorce. Yeah. Right. right. I and I think that's the end. Game. Right. But that's such an absurd way of thinking. But that's Am I wrong? No, I don't think. I agree. This could be what's going through his mind. But how long do you play that game with frozen assets that she'll just back off, play a game of chicken where you can't pay your bills? I think he will do it for a very long time. It's wild to me. It's wild. It's Kanye. It's like desperately trying to like grasp at any straw to keep it together. You know, again. If the judge grants it next week for them to be single, can he appeal it in any way? Or like when the judge. Okay. Look, she's going to get it. Here's the interesting question. She's going to get some form of single. It is going to happen. It's going to happen. Whether the judge puts oh. a little condition on No, the judge on is not going to put a condition on it. The judge won't happen. probably, but it is going to happen. She is she is going to get her single status. What does she do? Because 
if she celebrates in some way, puts a puts a picture on Instagram with Pete, oh, it's God. going to really light the fuse. I think she has to quietly accept the victory and then let the reality set in for Kanye. This is a but delicate situation long? still. When has reality like you know what? for how long? I, I, can I tell you something? I have, you know, just I've been a lawyer for so long and yeah. and, and you know, just over the years, I, I've either covered things or, you know, worked on things or reported things involving divorces. And and you guys have seen this. Sometimes it just lasts for years and never ends. I mean, Didn't how many? So she Arnold can't be like happy. No, 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 no. That no. at least wasn't acrimonious. That, 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 that just that wasn't acrimonious. Yeah. They actually pulled it together. I'm thinking more Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie. Oh, so yeah. How, we were just talking how about. Long, how long is that? It's like six, seven years. years. Yeah, 2016. And it's still going on. Yeah. And it's still going on. Yeah, yeah 2016, it's, they got divorced. He's got very little relationship with the kids as a mm -hmm. result of this. I mean, it is, this can go on forever when there's bad blood and somebody doesn't get over it. I mean, we've seen it with. But I mean, don't, yeah, don't you agree? She's got to tread carefully, though. She's definitely. a very public she person, but, but she's, she's dealing with a very volatile personality. And so awkward for <laughs> so all So she the... can't ever live her life? She can't, like, ever, you know what? like, I don't know. know. I think Courtney it's a strange joined thing. at the hip for the rest of yeah. their lives. Oh they got God. four kids. Four young kids. And the kids are going to graduate <laughs> from school. They're going to get married. They're going to have kids. You know, this goes on for the rest of their lives. That sounds exhausting. That is it is. <laughs> I, I, I know somebody... Forget it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, okay. I, I, I'm just going to say, I, mean, I, 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 know some, I know somebody in particular, a friend of mine, who I've known for m many decades, whose parents got divorced, and it was acrimonious until the day uh, one of them died. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Oh, divorces are the nastiest thing they ever. They can be. Yes. And some marriages, right, Derek? <laughs> <laughs> if you're shopping while working, eating, or even listening to this podcast, then you know and love the thrill of the hunt. But are you getting the thrill of the best deals? Rakuten shoppers do. They get the brands they love with the most savings and cash back, and you can get it too. Start getting cash back at your favorite stores like Adidas, Macy's, or Levi's. And you can even stack sales on top of cash back. It's easy to use, and you get your cash back through PayPal or check. The idea is simple. Stores pay Rakuten for sending them shoppers, and Rakuten shares that money with you as cash back. Download the free Rakuten app and never miss a deal, or go to Rakuten.com to start getting the most bang for your buck. That's Rakuten, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Wow, we got this last night. Mel, our camera person, <laughs> got Sharon Osbourne out. Oh, and um, boy, uh, the anger has not subsided. Uh, you know she got fired from the talk, uh -huh. which personally is f stupid. Excuse me for swearing. Wow. 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 Really? This podcast got blue all of a sudden. I didn't know you wore blue, sir. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's like when, when, when you know, she got fired from the talk. For talking, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. right. you know, she she's for being opinionated. Yeah, she, don't be opinion, be opinionated. But if yeah. you don't have the right opinion, we're gonna fire you. Yeah, at least yeah. Whoopi just got suspended. <laughs> right, like, like come on. Well, and and Sharon got fired. Yeah, I you know look, she supported her friend Pierce Morgan who went after uh, Meghan Markle, Markle on his television show in Britain, in Great Britain. But look, she got fired, and you said Whoopi got suspended mm -hmm. for actually saying something incorrect, although Whoopi did apologize. Yeah, right. So our camera person wanted to know, when you look at this, maybe CBS will acknowledge they went too far, and maybe <laughs> they want you back. Here's what happened. You think with everything that happened with Whoopi, Whoopi Goldberg that you should get your job back? 
No. No? Um, no, I would oh. never go back to that show again, ever. You wouldn't? No, because CBS sucks. They do. Big time there you go. Wow. She doesn't mince yeah. words. I, I, I love Sharon Osbourne because this is what they hired Sharon Osbourne to be like. You know, mm -hmm. Sharon, when she's asked a direct question, she doesn't give the politic answer. She never gives the sort of answer you'd hear from a publicist. She tells you what Sharon's thinking yeah, at that totally. moment. And you get that unvarnished opinion. It makes you miss her. It makes you miss well, that version of, yes. of the show. It was that, so funny. Like, that was such a fun clip. And I was like, yes, this is why they hired her. Like, she was amazing. Didn't on... it remind you who, yeah. who Sharon is and why everyone loves Sharon Osbourne? She was Sharon great Osborne? television and, on and, the Osbournes. Like, Sharon yeah. Osbourne. I miss the TV. Yes. Now it's all milk toast, yeah. anodyne yeah. statements. I, I, I don't want to watch a show PC like that. Now. You know, yeah. it's, you know what's going to happen because I, I was thinking about this. That just as a producer, um, that you're going to sanitize all these shows, and then somebody is going to sit back in their chair over at one of the networks saying, "Well, this show sucks." Why does this show suck so yeah, bad? Right. Well, it sucks so bad because you took the life out of the show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you've taken all, you've buffed out all the edges and you're left with something that is boring. Yeah. Yes. So boring. And well, by the way, and they're, not... and they're intimidating people. Yes. Yeah. It's like, you. we want an opinion. You know, it's like, I again, I'm sorry, guys. Bill Maher's so smart. Uh, I mean, oh when, my God, it's uh, Christmas come early. Bill Maher. <laughs> well, but when Bill Maher. It is Bill Maher Friday. When, yes. When Bill Maher said about Whoopi Goldberg getting suspended for stating her view on the view it's like it's like firing pat sajak for selling a vowel mm -hmm. that's what they do <laughs> yes that's what they do and with Whoopi, it's like yeah she made a mistake as all of us do and then she apologized yes. which is noble and here's what's interesting and and and, and Whoopi, go sit in a corner for two weeks and reflect yeah that was to a so 60, yeah it's like are you kidding me? It, it, it's so, it's absurd. It's, it's so absurd. And you're getting these shows that, that I'm are sorry, just going to be- I'm sorry for getting all worked up. You're worked up. I know. They're, they're just, oh, wow. just, just, it's just wrong. You know, we're, 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 we're looking- Look, we are looking at what is going on in Ukraine, oh. which is the most heartbreaking, gut-wrenching- I mean, when, when I looked at this video this morning of this father sobbing oh, as he says yeah. goodbye to his daughter- not mm -hmm. knowing if he's ever going to see her again because she had to flee for safety and he has to stay in Ukraine to fight. Oh. And you see how people are fighting for freedom. And here you've got, well, you've you've got this wonderful, citizens. we've got this wonderful country here. And because the extreme, the extremes are now running our country mm -hmm. and all of these companies are kowtowing to the extremes and they're, they're suppressing the kind of lifeblood that makes a democracy great. Yeah. It's well, just, did you see all the videos of all, like, the Russian citizens, like, protesting in yeah. Russia, like, to stop the war that they, yeah, like, they said didn't no want it? Yeah, they said no war. They wanted peace. Yeah, like, it's just like— And then, and then you know what happened to them? They all got, they got yeah. arrested. Right. They arrested more than 1,000 people. And they were so peaceful, and, too, by the way, in the videos. Maybe never to be seen again. It's Maybe terrifying. Never to be seen again. It's no, terrifying. Well, that's the reality of living in a place like that. And, the, and, and look— it, it, what what when we talk about First Amendment, everybody says, "Oh, First Amendment right, First Amendment right." Well, you know what? First Amendment, it's true. It doesn't apply to the view. It applies to government imposing laws mm -hmm. on free speech. But the concept and the principle of it is the same. It's an extension. And if if the citizens of the country and the companies in the country 
will not tolerate free speech. It makes it easier for the government to restrict it. That's right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. It's a, it's a, it's a, it, it creates the conditions where real repression happens. When right. you start to do yes. this at the margins and say, this is what the people want, then the government's like, oh, well, the people are willing to tolerate this, then we'll go ahead and curtail for free speech as well. You're right. It, it moves in that direction. And it's boring for the show. And it's just it's just a strange. Do you think this, this Ukraine situation that you brought up, which is interesting, will cause us to reexamine how important our freedoms are when you see real repression? in China during no. the Olympics, when you see the Ukraine you would facing so, a real I don't inv- think it will invasion. Either. I Shouldn't definitely we, like, think we realize how privileged we are just to be an American. I hope we should examine. We should yeah. re-examine the w- how good we have it that we have these kinds of what I call champagne problems that we deal with what's really, other what, countries What's are. really interesting at this table right now is just the generational divide. Because, I mean, and I love the fact that you guys are optimistic. Derek, less optimistic. I am pessimistic. <laughs> yeah, no, it's true. We are the, we're the complete, I don't know. Uh, yeah, anyway. It's really depressing. Oh, my God. And and finally, oh, <laughs> my story, God. story, I can't. A prince now possibly without a son. A son. But maybe not without a daughter. A, a son without a prince, so, though. Yes, Maybe. Oh, so, my goodness. Okay, so... <laughs> this is... So we've been covering this. This is funny. Prince von Anhalt. Um, <laughs> Frederick von Anhalt. Uh, Jaja Gabor's uh, ex-husband... Or widower. 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 widower um, has adopted a 27-year-old man um, so that he could carry on the lineage of his princedom. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Kevin. 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 <laughs> Thing about it is... Kevin's handsome. Kevin he is, is handsome. Really He's handsome. just fine. Yep. <laughs> Thing about it is that um, they were doing this for an A&E show called Adults Adopting Adults. And um, Von Anhalt said he was doing it, again, to carry on the lineage and that he was going to impose conditions on Kevin to make sure that Kevin was a responsible prince-in-waiting and all blah, blah, blah. Kind of wanted a caretaker yes. and things right. like that. Well, yes. then the show Ugh. just got canceled. <laughs> and guess what else got canceled? Kevin. 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 <laughs> Bye, Kevin. Kevin didn't get picked up either. No. <laughs> so he wants to unadopt Kevin. That's so heartbreaking. But also then how do you go back to your biological parents and be like, hey, can I come back home? Yeah. Prince Von Anhalt, like didn't want me either. It's well, but like, the thing is- Somehow is you... I think the parents were in on this. <laughs> <laughs> but if you look at Kevin's Instagram, he's like traveling all over the world. And even in our clip that we got of Prince Von Anhalt, he said that like Kevin's like living this like bachelor life. I mean, he's 27 years old. He was like just in Ken- or in uh, Africa. And he's like, look, I need someone that's like here that is disciplined and like committed to like carrying on this legacy. Well, this is the problem, right? Prince von Anhalt is kind of a celebrity. So Mm -hmm, as soon as he adopts someone, that person becomes a bit of a celebrity. So look at Kevin's Instagram. As soon as he's part of the scene, he's out there taking photos with other celebrities. So how do you how do you hold Kevin in? It'll happen with everyone, right? right. Next adoptee is also going to get access to a new world. And why are they going to want to clean Von Anhalt's bedpan. Well, hold no. on, well, hold on. There, there's no next adoptee. He he wait, wait, wait. So? so our camera girl actually got <laughs> Prince Van Anhalt out yesterday, and he's got a plan of who he's going to adopt next. I need someone, someone tough. Women are very tough, you know. Yeah. And I need a tough woman and says, "Hey, wait a minute. I do what you have to do. I'm going to be the next Zaza Gabor, and I do what she wanted to, wanted me to do. I do it for you." Uh, um, that's a problem. I, yeah. 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 <laughs> Jaja was his wife, and he yes. wants an adopted Jaja. Yeah, we got issues. But I mean, we I got mean, issues, man. He makes a good Why? point that females are strong; they're more disciplined. They Here's are a, Charlie. Yeah. 
how do they carry on the lineage, which was his whole point to begin with. Hey, you don't, it's, still, wait, it's still hey, the it's last name. It's the 21st century. He said, well, uh, I'm just telling you what he said. <laughs> but it's the last name. He doesn't have any kids. Yeah. That's the point. Can be a girl, can be a boy. Look, I get why he What's wanted a boy for the now? last name, but it doesn't matter. Well, it, what matters is if she gets married and she is traditional. You don't she, think the guy will take the Von A. Holt name? Is that how you say it? <laughs> <laughs> I dub the Von A. Holt. Yeah. <laughs> with a sword. <laughs> Okay, with that, we'll see you Monday, everybody. Have a good weekend.